Hi, I'm Rick Ryman, host of Audibly Speaking, a show on the stories behind the stories of our time. By sounding out on these stories, we give voice to them and hear them for the first time. From the news of the day to history and literature, from audiobooks to leaders on the stump, we examine the backstories of our time, audibly speaking. Daily History Hack for January the 2nd, 2021. The Representatives Who Weren't. The Little Matter of the Oath. More than half of the Republicans in the so-called House of Representatives have just pledged to violate their oaths to uphold the Constitution. They have just declared that they would be the commanders and not the representatives of the people who just elected or re-elected them, as the case may be. They did this in announcing that they would vote to stop or reverse an election that has already been decided in the manner required by the Constitution. Thirteen Republican senators, in an act distinctly unlucky for the nation, have announced that they too would join them, announcing that they also supported the idea of a nation of men rather than of laws. The outrages of this situation are at least ten in number. First, not a shred of evidence of election irregularities sufficient to change the election in any state has been shown or found. If this presidential election is deemed fraudulent, all previous presidential elections should be so regarded. Second, the aforementioned congressmen know this. Third, they are only challenging the presidential votes on the same ballots that many of them, in the very states they are challenging, depended on for their own election. Yet they seem to be claiming that the same allegedly fraudulent ballot cast for president was valid when cast for them. And of course, they are not claiming fraud in any states won by their cult leader, Trump. Fourth, the aforementioned congressmen know this as well. Fifth, because of these factors, these Republicans are in essence claiming that any election in which a Democrat is victorious must perforce be fraudulent. No other conclusion can be reached since the only six states considered to be suspect, with no reasons given at all, are states that voted for the Democratic candidate, Joe Biden. Sixth, the aforementioned congressmen are aware of this small-d undemocratic position. A party proclaiming itself to be authoritarian is now declaring it official by rejecting an election as fair or fairer than any other in American history. Seventh, in Pennsylvania and Wisconsin, because Democratic votes were counted last, because most absentee votes were Democratic, and or because counties with urban, largely black voters are so large that vote tallies naturally take longer, Biden surged ahead because of Wayne and Philadelphia counties, respectively, counties with largely black voters. But the fact that one county can make such a difference is less surprising when you realize that each, Wayne and Philadelphia, have hundreds of thousands of votes compared to the few thousand that exist in most of the red counties in the states. And by the way, the Republican legislatures of the two states required the late counting of absentee ballots. Eighth, the aforementioned congressmen are aware of these facts, but choose to ignore them 
rather than communicating them to their constituents or their flock as they now seem to regard them. They care little or nothing for the fact that their decision appears for all the world to reflect a point of view that black votes should not equal white votes in their relative electoral value. Ninth, these congressmen are effectively declaring that they need not regard Democratic votes as valid votes when they exceed the number of Republican votes, and are effectively seeking to disqualify the votes of Americans who simply voted Democratic for president in states that made the electoral difference and in states where Democrats happen to make a majority. They also are trying to make up the law as they go along transforming a clerical procedure on January 6th, counting the electoral votes that have already been certified, even though the courts have consistently voted down this illegal approach. Tenth, these congressmen know that this is true. They know that they will fail. They know that they ought to fail if the Constitution is to be upheld. And they simply believe that their desire to be reelected is more important than the Constitution or their oath to preserve and protect it. They have become the standard bearers of the first authoritarian party in American history. In December 1865, after the Civil War was over, Congress refused to seat Confederate leaders and generals elected by the first makeshift Southern governments assembled then. This was and remains perfectly constitutional, since Congress, according to the Constitution, determines the qualifications of its members. Speaker Nancy Pelosi should not seat the Republican congressmen who announced that they would support the violation of the Constitution on January 6th. They are scheduled to be sworn in before January 6th, but they have already announced that they will not observe the very oath that they would take when being sworn in. The Speaker of the House should follow in the footsteps of the Republican Congress which, in December 1865, refused to seat elected representatives planning to flout the Constitution they so obviously scorned. This is Rick Ryman. Thanks for listening.